From the 305 to the 303, welcome to TCSP. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Brian and the Casually Serious Band. And correct that we have absolutely no viewers tonight. Oh, oh, we've got a couple watching right now. I think we've got I think we've got them on simply because they got the uh, the notifications. But you know, when we screw off and we live our life and we forget to go on on Tuesday and decide to drop it on a Wednesday, we just can't expect everyone to not get groceries tonight or whatever the hell they do on Wednesday nights. Sorry, but we're not interfering with Taco Tuesday at least tonight. See. It's always positives, yeah. dude. See how we're thinking ahead all the time. Always positives. So you know, we've been staying in. The, we decided this show we're going to stay in the vein of blood. horror. And there's blood everywhere. <laughs> there's blood on my desk. There's blood on the walls. There's blood everywhere. Like blood. we went a little overboard, I think, on this one with just blood all over the place. Just way too much. I think, you know, Maybe. I mean, it's cool. It's a good, it's the theme of October. I love it, but it's just, it's kind of messy, man. Listen, you can't, you, you, I can't get away from it. I was born on Devil's Night. All right. You were. I am, you I were. am a big fan of all things horror and gore. Uh, it, it just for fun too. Not because I'm really into that shit. I'm just saying, I like, I, I dig it, which is why I love bands like Kiss and Slipknot and, you know, Mudvayne and shit like that. Yeah, I I'm all it. about the bloody theatrics and whatnot. So this is my favorite time of year. Besides the <laughs> fact that I remember growing up in Miami mm. and just starting to start feeling that that cold breeze, like the cold breeze starts yep. coming in October. Oh yeah. And I always used to think that I felt good because it was my birthday, which might be the case. But really, the weather started getting really nice in South Florida at that time, and it does the same thing out here in Denver. Right. right the now. drop of like that, you know, from 89% humidity to 64% yes. humidity makes a real big difference here in South Florida. Definitely. No doubt. No doubt. We're liking it. So we've decided, um, since we decided, I think we, last week we went with the uh, the best horror, at least in our opinion, what we thought were our top five, right. um, top five horror films. Uh, so in the same vein, we decided since we, you know, since we covered the movies, why don't why don't we cover the actual villains? And um, you know, we've got a, a list of I think probably some obvious ones and maybe not so obvious ones. We don't we don't have a, a, a shit really not a lot on here honestly, but we'll talk a little bit longer than we will show pictures, I guess. But um, you know, we we we've got people know these people for the most part. I think people know the ones we're going to talk about. I think. You know, so it's we'll just if they agree the, or not, you know. If we'll roll with the ones. ones. We'll roll with the ones that we were talking about, and then I will save the one that you said was your number one. Okay. Uh, which was yeah. Okay, I got it. I got. Well, it. don't say it. I'm not gonna. I, just, I had to say. It. I had to say it. I blank in my head. I said it to myself. Bing! I didn't got do it. it, and nobody saw it. Bueno. So, you know what? <laughs> why don't we just start with this freaking guy? Oh yeah. Why don't we just Woo. start with Freddy Krueger? Yeah, always man. good. Like, always, always good to start with that guy. 
I mean, I, I don't think you can go wrong with uh, a burned pedophile as being a uh, a terrifying, horrifying creature of uh, of horror films. I mean, this guy, right. I think he takes the cake in a lot of different ways. He's able to sort of the shitty thing about him is he gets you when you sleep, which, you know, if you try and avoid sleep, uh, it eventually will catch up to you, which means Freddy will always catch up to you. And that's just some shit, man. Right. Um, I was always, uh, I was always, I was always, I think I dug the first three and not number two so much, but I loved one and I loved Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors sort of, the sort of homoerotic thing they had going in the second one missed me, right. but, uh, they came right back with a vengeance, uh, I agree. Dream Warriors and Dokken and all that good shit made it all happen. And, uh, what, what do you think about, uh, about Freddie? Do you think he's sort of has to be on that list because he's grandfathered in? Definitely, uh, or, definitely. I mean, because he also had the difference with him was he there was more personality to this guy, you know. Yeah. So you know, a lot of these guys they're not going to say a lot, they're not going to let you in too much. So with Freddie, I mean, he tried to be funny. He did a lot of different stuff like that. He talked shit, man. Where he, where he would, shit. he would absolutely talk shit to people that he was eventually going to kill. So um, and he was you know almost completely invulnerable. So it was just unless you brought him into the real world, that was like his only place that. You know, he could be vulnerable or be destroyed. Just the thought of what he was and then the way he portrayed that, I thought, was was absolutely freaky. I mean, as, you know, a teenager at that time or young teenager when those, when those movies came out, uh, that, that absolutely Freddy was freaking me out. But in a different way, because he was uh, able to kind of talk to talk to the the people he was going to kill and he was able to almost have weird banter with them and it just made uh, the kills different than it was with a lot of these flicks where these guys just show up and slasher movies are just taking their victims out so um but in a way it also made it for me to why he wasn't the absolute scariest one because of that because we knew so much about him like the less mysterious i think makes him a little less scary in a weird way it was just yeah how vulnerable the victims were because we can all relate to that. We're going to get tired. We're going to fall asleep. And that's when he's going to get you. So that um, obviously was the scariest part about it. But but him himself as a, as a villain, um, because we knew so much about him and he would talk so much about, you know, just himself almost and try to be funny, it made him a little less scary and uh, just against some of these other ones. So I'm glad we put him kind of in the beginning of the show. Yeah, he needed to be. I think he just needed to be on the list because look, it it's not, it it's does. not, it's not just because a Nightmare on Elm Street is a is a is a horror franchise. I can we can name probably three or four horror franchises that have five or more movies that suck, you know. Right. But Definitely. some of these are actually pretty good. They got creative in some ways. I don't think right. I saw the remake. I, you know, I let me tell you, man, I'm a purist when it comes to bands. I'm a purist when it comes to my horror films. The only one yep. I strayed from was Rob Zombie's versions of, of Halloween, which I think are a must-see. They are if you, have, if you have never seen them They're and good. you are a fan of the original Hollywood uh, Halloween, you should really see the way he decided to tell some of these stories. They're but, great. yeah, I, I, I think I think uh, Freddy kind of has to be there. He's, so he start, he's starting the show. Freddy, Freddy Krueger, mm -hmm. the burnt pedophile, is, uh, is, is, is starting it all off. Bobby Mack, Tammy says, what's up? Nice set. Nice you know, set, you know, bloody. What, one more thing, thanks. One more thing about uh, Freddie, real quick. Also, I mean, he had his own nursery rhyme. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, for, his own nursery rhyme, right? One, two, Freddie's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, mm -hmm. six, grab a crucifix. Seven, eight, better stay up late. Nine, ten, you'll never sleep again. I mean, come on. He yeah. had his, and I remember it. That's kind of freaky. 
bothered it's me back then, especially when sung by little children really slowly while he's like about to go kill somebody. That made it a little more freaky. And you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna pop back to the theme of the things that I think Ken is terrified of, and that's children having absolutely anything to do with a horror film. Which right. again, not children right overall. On. I'm not scared of children just walking down the street or anything. I'm just no, no, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. If you saw like a bunch of children just walking ah! down the street, that wouldn't, that wouldn't scare you, dude. Right away, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? How what is this walking? going on at this playground? Why are all these things here? No. It's not, it's not, it's not that terrifying. Uh, yes, as, as used in horror movies, absolutely. We just, we had to throw him on there. Just, it, same reason we have to, we have to throw this guy up there. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? You know, Mike oh, yeah. Myers, Michael uh-huh. Myers, not, you know, yeah, I guess here he is using 1-800-COLLECT. Um, <laughs> that's a joke for anybody who's over 30. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, here, here, is, here is Michael Myers with something in his neck. The son of a bitch always has something sticking out of him and fucking just keeps ticking, man. Just kept um, going. What, what, what's your take on Michael Myers? The, uh, mine is that while he is terrifying and, and the old story was very scary, uh, along with him and another famous uh, villain, it pisses me off that he doesn't really have like a weak point where he dies, dude. Like, right. uh, uh, to me, that, that, that ends the terror of it because there's absolutely no hope of you taking this person out. You just have to maybe find a new house that he doesn't know. I don't know. <laughs> basically, it, uh, yeah. But as much as I love the series, and I love that, that's the reason why I love what Rob Zombie did with the franchise because he told it from the from Michael Myers' point of view when he was a kid growing right. up and what he went through and what caused him to be fucked up because you just don't wake up and wanting to kill people, right? Um, Absolutely, unless you work in food service. <laughs> so I I, th- uh, I think he had to be on that list. What's your What's your opinion on uh, good old Myers? Definitely was a movie that freaked me out because here's a guy that you don't know anything about. That that's pure mystery behind that mask, and that's why he was so freaky to me. Uh, the music too, my God! I mean, seriously, that music is just—you can play yeah. that anywhere in the dark at night, and I'm gonna be like looking for lights to turn on. That's just uh, the the music paired with just the way the movie was filmed. The original ones, at least that I I kind of remembered watching as a kid. Uh, they're dark and they're just, you know, they kind of, the neighborhoods remind you of your regular neighborhoods and the houses, your regular houses. And then, you know, these, uh, the things that happen in these places and the way Michael moves throughout so mysteriously and just, uh, like you said, he's just, he, he can't be stopped as well. Just makes him to be a very, very spooky villain. And, uh, definitely high on my list personally of, of all of them when that affected me when I was younger, for sure. And even more so than, 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 well, we'll talk about that one later. I won't get into doing that, but yeah. John, John Carpenter <laughs> was the man back in it the was. days. John Carpenter, he did the score for all this. Just, he was just, he was just a badass. but yep. yeah, I, there was just something about the fact that you couldn't get rid of him and the fact that you couldn't get rid of this guy either. That, <laughs> that was the one I was going to say. <laughs> good old Jason fucking Voorhees over here with, you know, and, and again, I love, I love what he was and what his story was. Um, I didn't love the fact that he was what everyone would call invincible or you didn't have a weakness. Um, I will, however, say that if we're talking about the scariest uh horror villains i'm going to go with jason but i'm going to go with our favorite my friend this one right here oh yes yes i don't care what anyone says before he got his mask we're gonna if you give me 
a Jason Voorhees slamming through a window on your ass with a pillowcase, with on a his freaking head. P- pillowcase with just one dude, <laughs> one hole, just one, one hole. <laughs> you only needed one eye to fuck you up. And that's and a good it, call right there, actually. The pillowcase, not, I like that. Oh my god, man! And it's from our favorite. It's from our favorite right here. This one right, right there. Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two spawned. Uh, uh, everyone says in the in the uh, in the movie world that it's the worst sequel. Obviously, you and I know better uh, oh, because of this Incredible. right here. Do you that know what I mean? So I mean, it's just it's just the sack head, man. It it gets me every time. There's yep. something just so terrifying about it. It's all <laughs> it's like it's like, dude, this is all I've got, right? I don't want you to see my face, but I don't I don't want you to. I also don't want uh, I don't want anything that's gonna be scary, really, in any way. I'm just gonna put a sack on my head, which is. Five million times more terrifying, dude. Right. What do you what, right. what do you think about Sackhead Jason, which is what I call? Him. No, no, I, that's a great call. I didn't think of that. I mean, seriously, that is a much more freakier look than even that hockey mask looking at you for sure. And that's kind of yeah. what I was going to get at with the mask thing with Mike Myers, and then the hockey mask with Jason. To me, that's scarier, man. With just a mask, with, with just a bag on his head. When when I was younger and used to terrify my sister, who's two years younger than me. One of my ideas one time was to stand outside her bedroom window with a, just a oh. sack over my head, a brown paper sack over my head with nothing else on it. And it's like tapped on her window and it's dark outside and she oh, freaked her the hell out, man. I mean, just that that's a freaky look. Just any kind of just sack on a head, kind of not being able to see the face at all, not even able to make out anything. You know, Mike Myers had the mask and, you know, this Jason later on with the with the hockey mask as well to at least cover the face directly. But not yes. being able to see, you know, directly to some, into somebody's eyes or just seeing that one eyeball, like you said, <laughs> whoever's so idea up. that was, was just fantastic. I mean, so good, it, dude. it's so really good. good. Really, really, really good. So you I, get, yeah, that's that's a great call with that, with it, with it, with this, with the sackhead uh, Voorhees before he gets the mask. And I like how they deal with everything, how he finds the mask when he puts that on later right. on when he takes the axe to the head of the mask and then they continue with the chip in the, you know, in the mask. There you got it. You even got this shot, man. You're so good. You know, it's great. What you, you got our, our team here is just incredible. It's like I They're killing it, man. say it and it shows up, man. Anyway, that the yeah, Voorhees is absolutely at the top because it was another one at the age that I was, and when I'm watching these these films, um, that freaked me out. And certainly being in any wooded situation with a lake, it's not <laughs> God, it's all similar to Camp Crystal Lake, man. Every single one of them, every every camp you can possibly go to. There's a lake out there and there's woods and God forbid similar cabins. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, no, I don't know about all that. That was another one of the things we did. I'm sorry, this is quick because it's out, it has to do with Friday the 13th. But uh, my buddy Jay and I, we used to do this. We terrify my sister. He used to get in on it too. So what we did is we showed the scene where um, they, you know, the girl was in the the canoe at the end, and the, and it was all quiet in the lake, and she's in the right. canoe all passed out. And we said, hey, Sarah, come here. I'll show you something. She's like, what's this? She hated scary things, anything scary. So we turned it on just before Jason jumped out as a child, jumped out of the water from and pulled her in, which is a freaky scene in of itself. So my sister to this day, Sarah, if you're listening, I love you. I'm really sorry. But she says to this day that freaked her out. And for years, she said it messed her up as a kid. So um, oh, that's, dude. that's a terrible story to tell. But it's just, you know, older brothers, what they things they do to their younger sisters and you know, I did terrify her in that way, and sorry, Sarah, love you. I I believe it's one of the original uh, jump scenes. And Sarah, if you're out there, pay attention to what I'm about to say. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that's sorry. 
I'm the baby yeah, of the family, too. so uh, so we're just... <laughs> <laughs> he wants to get in on it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was always the butt of those. Uh, damn it. Yeah, no, that was a good, that was one of the, I think, you know, if I think back, I, I, I probably am going to say that's probably the first jump scare that I ever had. Right. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. other other than like my brother <laughs> doing jumping out of some freaking, you know, getting me in some way. Um, mm-hmm. The the first movie jump scare I got, I think I think that was probably it. And the murders Most also, certainly. to say real quick, between like Mike Myers and Jason Voorhees, you know, the actual killings themselves. You know, Mike Myers generally was was coming up on you and he was going to get you. And yeah, there were a few of them where he'd sneak up and, it, you know, he'd get you from somewhere else. But I think Jason, I mean, that's what he was the best at. You knew he was coming at you, but then all of a sudden he's not there. And then right. well, there, there's the axe or they, whatever it might be. Some of the, the murders themselves are just spectacular. And that that's what I think the, the Friday the 13th franchise has a little bit over uh, the Halloween is just the act, how spectacular, how grotesque, you know, how real looking, just all of it, not real, obviously, but still to the point of what they were doing and especially in the in the 80s and early 90s, whatever it was, is incredible. I mean, it yeah. really, it really, really was. And 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 to watch that stuff, I always felt like that part uh, was was much more gory and I guess freaked me out a little bit more, which I appreciated the Friday the 13th series a little bit more for that reason. One through four. Yeah. I think, and I think with the sack thing, he just kind of the way it's sort of roped. Like, see, the thing, the thing that a lot of people, I don't think, when really they were like kids, the sack. they, 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 you know, the things I don't think a lot of kids thought about. I think to myself, where was he when he decided to tie that like up in the front? Like, why didn't he do it on the side, or why didn't he do it behind him? Like, was he in front of something going? Because <laughs> he obviously can't talk, right? He's been in fuck underwater for a long time. Long time. I don't know. I don't know. Those are the weird things I was thinking. It does about. tilt his head a lot, though. Yes, he did. He enjoyed doing that shit for some reason. Mm. I don't really, I don't know. But that was the puzzle, the puzzlement of it. Yeah, because, and again, let me go off on just a real, a real quick tangent on this fucking Friday the 13th game I've been telling you about. They have all the different versions of Jason. You can have the one with the mask, uh, uh, the sack, and it's all three or four different scenarios. So every time you jump into a game, it may be from like Friday the 13th part two. Or uh, which which I think is a lot of them. Uh, that one guy Gary or Greg or whatever, he mm. saves the day. He's a he's a major part of it too. You have to link up with him. Like, dude, that game is so badass, man. You folks out there who are we're selling it. it on our website. If you go check us out now, you can. Oh wait, no, we're not selling it. We <laughs> didn't get that. Deal, we didn't get that deal. We were trying to get it. We didn't get it. But but Bob's still gonna promote that shit because he loves it. Let me tell so you, they were, they were getting they were getting really really close to putting a lot of time and effort into it. And right away, as soon as the original, the person who owned the original rights to the original story sued the game company and said, I want a piece of this. And they weren't, they were a small company, so they couldn't fight it. And they basically had to put out what they was basically a half-assed game. So it could be a lot better. I'm not saying it's the greatest game. I'm just saying it's a really creative Friday the 13th game. Anywho, uh, let's see, who do we, who else do we have? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Good old Pinhead. <laughs> Pinhead from the Hellraiser. So you're saying you haven't seen Hellraiser. <laughs> so that's crazy. I was the one that kind of picked this one because when I was younger, again, this was someone that I saw, you know, and, and I was like, whoa, what did that, that thing just freaked me out. It would just stick in my mind. I would have nightmares about that thing. 
And I didn't at all. Oh, Bob, you're into sax, man. You do. I don't. Earlier. Where did that You've even really come from? Yeah, uh, that was from earlier with the sack over the head. Team. You were with the sack over the head. You know, that's where it was coming from. Anyway, damn it. Um, yeah, she was following along. So, um, <laughs> no, I think that, <laughs> this I, guy I, Pinhead I, freaked me out, and I don't think I've ever seen the movie. I may have. It would have been I a haven't. long time ago. I haven't either. And I wouldn't remember anything about Hellraiser. But that dude, that face, that just freaked me out. That was that is all. We were talking villains and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? Pinhead absolutely freaked me out. So I want Pinhead to be on there. No idea if the movie's any good. If it's scary, I guess it's got to be scary. It's it's called a horror movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's Pinhead. He's on there. Yeah, I know. I know, the movie. I know that Hellraiser. It's got something to do with that box he's holding right there. He's going to summon a lot of bad shit from it. And uh, I I was scared because I thought the pins were going outward. But even more fucked up is right. that they're going inward. Uh, right. I don't think on I, this I, I crisscross pattern all over his head. Yeah, it's just, it was... I didn't catch that until much later in life. We can move on, but he just had to be mentioned. <laughs> I, I I think he's I think he's pretty freaky, man. He does this, and look, and if I think if if you were googling like top ten, you know, horror film villains, oh, like, yeah, yeah, we're doing he's right gonna now. Be, he's going to be on there. He's going to be. He's on probably going to be on there. I've got one that maybe not a lot of folks. Um, know a hell of a lot how uh, how's the name otis driftwood oh wow is that does that strike you so here's the deal with my problem with otis fucking driftwood all right <laughs> this guy right here is just a piece of shit asshole <laughs> murderer okay and and here's the deal you probably bumped into seven or eight otis driftwoods in your entire life and that's the horrifying thing about this character because mm. he could be anywhere Boy. in america he he can he could he's just if you've seen the House of a Thousand Corpses uh, series, um, you know, I, I don't think I've even seen Three from Hell yet, the third one. Uh, but he is absolutely terrifying in House of a Thousand Corpses. And yes, yes. and I'll tell you right now, in, in uh, The Devil's Rejects, the second one, he just doesn't give a fuck. He's even more terrifying. Uh, he He's just one of those guys that he's going to kill you and he's going to fucking enjoy it. And, and and with zero remorse at all, right. which is really, I think, what you get from the horror villains. And I think as we started getting older, um, horror movies started sort of drifting away from the the macabre and the, uh, you know, the the overtly dark themes and started injecting more reality into it. And the reality based shit, which when like you and I talk about, with you know, kids that are evil, that's a very weird. It's a little too close to real. And that's right. really what sends shivers up my spine. And the fact that uh, Otis Driftwood could be at absolutely any truck stop I'm, I'm taking a piss at one day, um, it, it was what was very terrifying uh, when yep. it came to, to to Driftwood and the rest of the family. What about you? No, it's, it's a good point you make that that's kind of what evolved how the horror characters evolved even because that's even scarier because now instead of hiding behind that mask and being this, you know, God knows what type of creature – here's just a regular kind of person you know definitely evil looking in his own right but uh beyond that is what's what's going on in that guy's head and it is it's death without remorse it's everything he does without remorse in fact the more you grovel the more you beg the the, the happier he's going to be with what he's about to do and he'll yeah. probably do it slower and <laughs> you're right uh people who uh, haven't seen the house of a thousand corpses or devil reach first of all you should because they're great uh but yeah. this is a this is a really good choice this i didn't know you were you were going to choose him and i think that's it's a great great pick right here because you're right it, this guy could resemble so many people and you could meet this guy anywhere 
And at the end of the day, you don't want to run into this guy because he's going to have no problem. He will kill you as soon as he has an opportunity. And um, that's, that's, that's a good, that's a great call. Good call. Great movie. I want to see it. Wearing, I haven't seen it in a while, man. I got to, I got to check that out now. He's wearing a shirt in one scene that says, Jesus loves you. I don't fuck you or something like that. Like, I, <laughs> it's just, oh my God, man. I don't know. He, he just, the things that he says in that movie, and that's what Zombie understood too when he's right. putting when he's putting this together. That the more you make these three people be able, as fucked up as they are, all three of them are able to blend in to society in some way. Otis, uh, Captain Spaulding, and Baby, um, you know, they're they're all able to kind of get in there, and you know, with well, Spaulding not so much, but uh, when he's out of makeup. But they're they're there, and again, it plays on that that whole little uh, truck stop stranded in Texas. I we always think it's Texas. I don't know about you, but I always think <laughs> these things take place in fucking Texas. And uh, considering I actually was able to see the original Texas Chainsaw House before it was torn down in Texas, was pretty badass. Um, but yeah, I, I always it always taps into that whole maybe why I don't like road trips. It's <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like. Let me tell me where we're going, man, and see if we can uh, if we get stranded, if we're going to be okay. Right, as long as you can get from major stop to major stop, you're good. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter and Buffalo Bill. It's true. Good points. Yeah, you're definitely good. Have you uh, uh, and Tammy? I'll ask you this as well. Have you seen the TV show Hannibal? Oh no, I have not. Uh, she probably has. She watches all that kind of crazy stuff. My God. Absolutely, one of the absolutely one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. It goes from the beginning of the first movie to Red Dragon, and it's absolutely amazing what they did with those characters. It's oh my God, you need to see it. Anywho, yeah, that uh, that um, the fact that these folks can be in your neighborhood is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's bad enough this fucking guy's there, and he's using your phone to make long distance phone calls. But then this guy shows up and he's stealing your beer and he's trying to find his way to put his fingers in you. And uh, it's just a horrible situation. Uh, Otis Driftwood is a nasty, nasty, nasty creature. Um, who else do we have? Oh, we've got a we've got a nasty, a, a nasty last that I know you really uh, you don't really love yourself here. Let's bring her up right here for you, buddy. Oh, God, man. Oh, this one definitely got me, man. And it was it was also the same kind of situation, you know, where she just looks like a sweet lady i mean not there with the gun and the hypodermic needle but yeah before those points you know this is just any lady that could live next door to you and obviously it was kathy bates portrayal i understand it's a stephen king book i'm sorry i'm not a reader uh, my wife's a big reader it's like she talks about how much and more incredible the books are i get it and not all of them translate <laughs> that well I to the it. screen. <laughs> and i know they don't all translate that well to the screen um, for me, this one did. This movie was fantastic. I, I remember one summer I watched it, I think, five or six times, just that summer alone, over and over again, um, just because it freaked me out, and I couldn't stop watching it for some reason. And don't think I've watched it since, but that freaked me out. This movie definitely freaked me out. She freaked me out. That ankle scene, that is just, uh, that's terrifying. Uh, my ankles hurt thinking about it. Whew. Yeah, you know, it's just, she's a... Uh, She's interesting and scary all at the same time. So she belongs on the list. What do you think? Yeah, I fucking think so. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, look, she's got the good old James Conn strapped in, man, ready to go. And for those who don't know or have not seen the movie, 
what happens right here is she puts a very large two by four in between the ankles of Mr. Khan uh, and slams both of his ankles inward in something she calls hobbling, which is uh, supposed to make you not move around, which believe me, if you've ever sprained your ankle, you know how hard it is to move around, let alone get them sledgehammered in the opposite direction in which they are supposed to bend. So, yeah, I'm going to rub my legs real quick. <laughs> it's it's, I'm doing that under my desk. Like, oh, all this blood Ooh. is all over the place, though. So it's Again, I, and I know this is one of your choices, <laughs> and I, I, it was not something I thought about right away, but this is another one of those tapping into the reality. Yes. You get stranded in the snow, yes. and you just happen to fall upon a, a warm cabin, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, well, actually I don't think that's how that works. But at the same time, it, it just it's it's an any anywhere America uh, anywhere that's right. cold anyway, um, and and that's the terrifying part of it. And she was such a nice and sweet. Oh hi there, darling. Don't even worry about it. You know, like she did play this very well, man. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad you mentioned her because she's uh, she's fucking terrifying, man. I don't like it at all. It's amazing how we've gotten into that though. It's like we're sitting there showing all these freaky looking creatures and characters, but then as we get to what we find more scary are the ones that are more real because yeah. it's true. Reality is is what's scaring you more than looking at this stuff that you can you can just immediately in your head and say, okay, this isn't real. This is cool, but that's not happening, you know? Right. That guy's not coming at me with all those pins in his head and Freddy Krueger's arms aren't going to extend to 12 feet. You know, <laughs> oh, long. that was the best scene <laughs> in the alleyway, dude. Like, freaky, it right? was so it was bad, like, but so oh, good. I know, it was like, dude, that's stupid and dumb and silly. And dude, still I can totally, I can run out. under it. <laughs> I'll run under your arm. It doesn't matter how long they are. Could, like, wrap you up or something or do something. I don't know, man. That was, it was weird. It was a freaky it's a, character. It's a plot hole, dude. Plot hole. <laughs> plot hole. But yeah, Kathy Bates, as what was her name? Uh, that's Annie Wilkes. Annie Wilkes. Annie Wilkes is the character, at least, that was in the the, the novel. And I think she yeah. portrayed the same name. I'm pretty sure she played Annie Wilkes as, in the movie as well. I could be wrong about that. I'm not the book guy, but that's how I understand it. And, you know, it doesn't, it didn't, I don't think that follows the sort of uh, horror film. Um, right. But I think they would have, it would have been under a suspense thing, but no, man, it, it's a care. horror film. I don't care. She freaked me terrifying. out. <laughs> she freaked me out. The movie, that's what horror films should do. They should freak you out. So I don't care in which way they do it. You know, there's many ways to freak people out, spook people, scare people, whatever. But yeah, the, the more real it is, I feel like certainly the more scary it is to, to most people. And Freaky is definitely what we're rolling into on this one right now, because the, the initial iteration of this particular horror creature villain uh, was a little bit more tame back when it was a TV series. But good old Pennywise oh. Oh, from It. Uh, yeah, man. Let me tell you, dude, the new version of It is absolutely <laughs> not fucking cool in any way. It is like, terrible. Dude, I, I was get, watching the second one, and at the very beginning, the, those two guys, one of them just fucking gets eaten by him, and I'm just like, dude, I, 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 I the way that they shoot that, like, to, there's a big giant one, and then he's small and <laughs> dancing. Dude, they really got me really good with that movie, dude. Like, Pennywise, this version of Pennywise is absolutely fucking terrifying to me, dude, and I love it, man. What do you think about this? So the thing is, clowns, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like it's crazy because I at one point in my life 
I was going to these big Halloween things and like outdoor parties. So I was living in Tampa and there's a place called Ybor City and they do a thing called Guavaween and everybody gets dressed up and goes up and down the streets. So when I was going to school at USF, we used to do this all the time. I often, I think two out of the four years I was there would just dress up as the clown. I didn't like the clowns. It freaked me out. So that's why I thought it'd be perfect for me to be the clown. So I would wear this clown mask and this clown outfit. But the thing was, I wouldn't say a word to anybody. Not that I was no fun to go with to these parties because I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> so people would just go with me and be like, yeah, I talked to him a little bit on the way or whatever. But then I would just be out there saying nothing to anybody. And it freak everybody out. Everybody would get people coming up and out with it. Oh, hey, they want to talk to me. I wouldn't say a word. And just That's sitting there as a, as a silent clown with a freaky looking clown face is a really, really scary thing. So I just did that for me because I didn't want to see it myself. So I just became that clown. But this dude is definitely freaky. And yeah, yeah, Pennywise, I don't care which iteration of it, all of them are freaky. And clowns in general are freaky. That's freaky. You don't need to see that. It's just not normal. It's certainly not something that should be at kids' parties. I've never understood that. Clowns are crazy. They're weird. They're odd. Tim Curry, man, his version of it was uh, was, you know, he 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 really had that overacting thing down well, but he sort of he he didn't do it so much in this movie, right. and and that's what really made it so fucking terrifying right. because right. he very much was, was like, the, hey, Joy, like, come right. here, Joy, you know, like he was like, you know, you could sort of trust him, and that's what happens when you trust a, a clown, you're gonna get eaten by the motherfucker. Anybody clown. generally in full makeup. I mean, I, I don't, you know, whether it's the clown or Gene Simmons. I mean, you just can't trust people in full makeup, man. Yeah, they're gonna. There's something on the, up their sleeve. Gene definitely had a lot of things up their sleeve. His Tammy sleeve, Faye um, Baker. I mean, there's a lot of them with a lot of makeup, and you just can't trust yeah. any of those people. None of them. Yeah, none of them. Take so off the I makeup, think, folks. I definitely think Pennywise is is up there with the creep and the creep factor. Um, right, just, take that down. You know, Come on, man. There's visions in my head it's now. So good. It's too so close good. to bedtime. So what about this guy right here who also made our list? What do you got? Oh yeah, look at that guy. Jigsaw. I don't like that guy. That guy is a. That's all he is for me. It's just a voice, you know. It's not. It. It's. It's that's Jigsaw to me right here. I mean, but he's a puppet. He's a little tiny thing. A bit. But at the end of the day, it's the voice. You do it very well, actually. That sounded very good. But Thank that. You. That's the part. That's what got me with with Thank these all these song movies. It has, <laughs> I mean, because he, I mean, he's the best character. He doesn't have to freaking hardly lift a finger once his game is set and everybody's <laughs> ready to go. You know, he has a, he has a very simple job. But in watching those movies, that's the thing that freaks you out the most. He's almost like a godlike creature because he doesn't have to really physically do anything. Everything's being done within the traps kind of he's set and the game he's set up. And then it's just hearing that voice coming through and knowing that he's got he's in control of everything that's going on. That perception, just as a viewer, it's like it gets spooky to watch something like that. So, to, you know, he's these are newer movies, I guess, compared to some of them that we're talking about now. Um, but but the Saw series and, and a number of them, I can't tell you which ones I've seen. One, seven, three, I don't know. Uh, and but for the most part, they're they're pretty good. You can watch any of them. I think they're all pretty similar. They're going to have a few different things going on. And um, if you like that kind of stuff, it, I've probably seen two or three of them. And they were they were entertaining, but they freaked them out. You've seen them all. I have seen them all. I've oh, seen okay. every one of them, wow. dude. I'm I, a massive fan of the Saw series, That's dude. Awesome. I should. I mean, I like I said, I've never seen a bad one, but I just uh, I haven't I haven't watched. They kind of freak me out too. So I'm not I'm not quick to jump on seeing another Saw movie, but they are awesome and it is totally 
that voice. It's the thing, absolutely- the thing that yeah, he did. They did. They did nail it. It's it's. I want to play your game. I I think who's the actor? I, it's Tobin uh, Bell. Tobin Bell. That's right. Yeah, there we go. There. Good call, man. Good call. That dude. That dude got he got the voice right. And and he's just it. It's just that you know he's he, eventually he just played it. He just played it very slow, low and somber. And so right. here's the deal. You know they paint him as somebody who's twisted. You find out he's got cancer. He's dying. You find out the reason why he's got cancer. The the family. There's always this motivation, and it, and it's sort of like. And I don't really want to make the comparison, but honestly, it makes sense if you think about it. Jigsaw and Dexter are probably more closely related than really any of these any characters that you might think of, because their motivation behind these what happens to these victims uh, is is not really because they're trying to punish someone because they want to get, they want to punish people. They're doing it because there's these people fucked up and did some really fucked up things in their in their life and and paid the and are going to pay the price for it. Uh, whether they, you know, got millions of dollars out of somebody or, or 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 killed somebody over a long period of time, Jigsaw finds that shit out, and he puts you in a trap where you have to dig behind your retina with a scalpel to get a key out to unlock the thing that's on your head. Like, dude, the, and and it's what you know. We used to play these games, and I know you had to do it because we did. I did it with Jay. We all did it when we were younger. We went to these extremes. Like, would you do this? Like. What if you had this, you know, and this movie put all of those fucked up things into a movie and said, here, I'm going to visually throw this at you. Like, you're going to have to bite through your tongue in order to fill this cup up with blood so it's heavy enough for the latch to pop down. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, but it was always a bunch of really nasty people that were getting rounded up to, to, to have this stuff happen to them. So we didn't feel bad, which is another reason why we, uh, I always kind of felt like this guy got, a a little bit of a bad rap, although, you know, he was out there willingly putting people in mousetraps and shit. Nah, sure. Good point. No, definitely, definitely great movies, man. And, uh, and he, he's right up there because of it all for the voice. It's one of the few that it's just the voice. It's nothing else at all. It's not the doll. It's not him. It's that voice. And, you know, you get that, you just wake up. It's a terrifying thing. The first one's a very, you know, they started getting progressively darker. And then after he was gone, the the people who started taking over his legacy that started getting a little weird i think i think it lost the mainstream when it you know like when we're talking like you know five was actually really good but um i really love the original two or three of them because that's when they were they stayed within the limits of jigsaw being alive and uh you know you always wanted to see people get their due you know you know pay their dues because that's what that's what it is and he, he always sort of played the he always did what the cops and the hospitals couldn't do right. um which was fine justice in some way. So, uh, yeah, J- yeah, Jigsaw's got to be on there, man. Playing God, um, man. Playing God. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, who else have we got? Oh, we got a uh, uh, this guy right here. Does anybody know the name Bruce? Good old Bruce. I'm glad you mentioned Bruce, the shark from Jaws, the, man. The animated shark from Jaws. <laughs> Oh, Roy Scheider, man, in a, in a great scene, and just an absolute look, look at the look at the look at the unrealism in that right there. First of all, if you know anything about sharks, you know that that eye would be rolled back right now. But this this shark, he decides he's going to keep his eyes open mm-hmm. when he breaches water because if Bruce doesn't give a shit, <laughs> Bruce doesn't fucking care, dude. Look at what they're doing to Bruce, man. Like he's this nothing. Guy, like who's he's this guy, nothing. dude? He's, he's not Glenn Fry from the Eagles. Like he could dive right on in there. Yeah, this. I mean, look. When you're going to talk about horror, you know, villains, 
this, I, I'm still scared to this day being in any kind of water where I can't see the bottom <laughs> and my feet are dangling. And it's because of this movie. It's because of Bruce. It's, it's lasting, the, man. That's a lasting just, impression. I, I, I Honestly, it's just he. they have to be there. The, the, the shark has to be there, man, because for my entire life to this day, I just I don't want I, I will do it. I'll jump out into the water. There's some people out there, but I won't be out there long. I'll do it for a little bit. I'm jumping right back in again. I'd much rather be in a space where I can see the floor. If I can see the floor, I'm good. And it's because of this guy. So of all of this, like, I still go to sleep at night, even though I was scared of Freddy Krueger. And, you know, I still go camping in the woods, even though I was scared of, you know, uh, Jason and all of this stuff. But, you know, I really won't be in the water where I can't see the bottom. And it's because of that dude right there. So they win. <laughs> the sharks win again. So Mother nature, recently, man. Mother nature. I was recently in Central Florida, Crystal River. And uh, we took a, a boat, a fishing boat, out into the ocean. And I didn't think we were going to do this, by the way. So we planned this fishing trip, and we made sure we talked to the captain. We told the captain, look, we want to fish in the flats, in shallow waters. All of us agreed to this, okay? Uh, most of us agreed for, the, for, for pretty much the same reason you and I are talking about right now. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but for some reason, uh, he just kept driving the boat, and we were okay with it. We didn't tell him to stop. But we went out into the middle of the ocean, and I was already like, "Oh shit!" And so we were next to a, 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 a I think a wrecked, a wrecked ship near a near a sandbar. So there was a, there was a sense of land at least near us. <laughs> However, I had to pee so bad, and everyone was like, "Dude, just jump in the water." And I'm like, oh, you, you "So you think that's what a motherfucker is gonna do, right?" Oh, so you just want me to jump in the water, right? Like everyone does that. And they're like, what are you talking yeah. about? I go, you're out yeah. of your fucking mind, dude. I go, <laughs> I'm just going to pee into myself right now is what's going to happen because I'm not putting my body in that fucking water. And what I did was I got on the side and I sort of squatted. I know, well, I didn't, and here's the deal. So they had that little ladder and they wanted me to put my feet on the ladder, which it was in the water. I'm like, it ain't happening, homie. So I just squatted and I sat there for like three minutes. I was like. I was just thinking of sharks, sharks, shark, hammerhead. What, what, what shark's going to be next to a sandbar? Probably a nurse shark. But I could not pee. I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go, dude. We eventually drove. And I think probably about 45 minutes oh, later, I, I was just fishing and we were catching fish and I, I was able to pee off the boat. All right. Yeah, I said it. Yes, but they kept, it kept telling me to dangle my feet in the water as if that was something normal fucking people did. And uh, <laughs> they do. let me tell you, I'm they not do. normal. Most man. people do that. Yeah, no, we, we are we are on the small the, the smaller group of people that won't do stuff like that, especially having, you know, being born here and raised here. I'm still here. Yeah, we, I still we, don't do that. <laughs> I love the ocean, though, but we've seen in a safe shit. spot. Yeah, I get it. All right. Yes, seen a lot of stuff, too. Well, you know, we got our we got a lot of our villains out of the way. I think I think we've covered all of them. I'm going to tell you my number one, and I, and I, and if you were with us last week, you'll understand why I'm about to say what I'm going to say right now. My number one terror, scariest horror villain to me, Bloody Bob Riley, is the House from the Amityville Horror. <laughs> That's all awesome. right, so. If we're going to get sit here and say that really any sort of entity in the world can do whatever the hell it needs to do, this house terrified me for so long. Forget about Jody the pig that they saw in the in, in the window, okay? That wasn't even the scary part, man. This house took on a life of its own, man. There was just something about it. Now, granted, the original house and the house that you see in the movie are in two different places. Uh, I believe this is the Tom's River, New Jersey house, but it doesn't really matter. 
if you've seen the movie, you you know that the the actual house is what screws with the family and terrifies the family. We know that it's spirits and ghosts and all this shit, but it's the home that's doing stuff. It's the home that's bleeding. It's the home that's saying, get out. It's the home that's slamming doors and producing flies that don't belong anywhere near freezing temperatures. But there was just something about it. And I think we all are, I think we can all say that it's the red eyes of this Dutch colonial that's uh, that I always assumed this was the front of the house, but it's not, it's the side. It didn't really make a lot of sense to me, but this, this, this movie, man. Oh my God, dude, it did a number on me just like Jaws did. And it's not, it's, I don't know. It's, I think they came out the same year, if I'm being honest, or within the same, this within the same time frame. but the original Amityville horror house, not the remake with Ryan Reynolds, which by the way, was not a bad, it wasn't a bad remake. They, they just, they just messed with the storyline too much. Purists of the original movie would know that Jody was, an imaginary figure it wasn't the daughter which is which is i guess what they did and that's in that remake but yeah the house from the amityville horror is a scary ass villain to me and 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 i think it qualifies man what do you think i mean definitely entities certainly should be able to because that is a spooky looking one and definitely freaked me out quite a bit um you know similar to the poltergeist house and stuff so i mean i could see you going with something like that and oh, yeah. definitely you know being being something that would freak you out like that no doubt no doubt definitely amityville, amityville. you know it was funny because when you mentioned amityville last week I, I hadn't thought of it for some reason i don't know why i let that get past me but absolutely man scary movie and 100 having to do with that ridiculous beautiful Dutch colonial, by the way, it is a beautiful home. Though they got a really in, good deal in, in on of it. itself, right? I bet you could. They got a great deal on it. I think it's going for about eight hundred k right now. Like I like I said, I'm a big fan of it. I'm in the loop every time that 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 comes up. Which, by the way, it used to be one twelve Ocean Avenue. That was the actual address of the Amityville Horror House. Mm -hmm. uh, they actually changed it on Google. It's one eighteen. Uh, oh. My bad. Sorry. Uh, everybody knows that now. But it keeps popping up. Like eventually, every six years or so, someone drops, get out, gets out of there for some reason, and it goes. The house tells you to get out. So I yeah. mean, you can't be there for that freaking it's long. Like, it's eventually it wins. Tears. Get out. Like oh it's shit. Like, All right, now we're, we're going. Sick of this shit. I'm out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. For God's sake, man. And they changed the windows a long time ago. The windows are square now. There's a, you know, they did a lot. They, people over the years have done a lot cosmetically to this to this house that have lived in it because. They were so sick and tired of people driving up in droves and <laughs> standing out and taking pictures or or stealing pieces of the house and da da da. Like that's how fanatical it was. It was it was such a big piece of American horror, the original one of the original American horror stories. That that's probably the reason why, man. And and as I got older, I realized the story was probably bullshit, but it didn't matter. There was still something very scary about this, man. And I, mm -hmm. it was always like. It was always fucking raining. Why you guys definitely could have seen the sign, dude? There was a lot of shit that was telling you right away you shouldn't leave. You shouldn't be living here. Right. You should de definitely renege on the entire situation. But get out. That's that's what I think would happen with get the family. Out. To be honest, in real life, they were like, "This is too much house, and we can't make this payment because I'm an alcoholic." It's time to go. Uh, so you've got a number one. I do, uh, man. I serious horror villain. Why and, not? Uh, Let's let's peer down the eyes of this little fella right here, man. Why don't you why don't you say uh, go introduce to your friend and introduce to your friend uh, your, everyone your friend Norman. Norman Bates. I mean, Psycho obviously is a movie that I think at my age certainly when I saw it, it, it the movie obviously came out I think in the late fifties, early sixties or something. But when I yeah. saw it sometime in the early eighties or so, this movie freaked me out because I was 
again, looking at a dude that looked like one of my friend's dads. And <laughs> it was just like a regular guy that you're going to trust and you could just talk to and he's cool. And and again, at that age, when you're young, you're, you want to be a little more trusting of people. And this guy looked like, and not not picture, you got freaking spooky looking there. But I mean, <laughs> for the most part, he's your everyday looking dude. Obviously, anyone that tells you, you know, that you know the, the the way that he acts i'm sorry but my mind just went in a different spot but in the way that he acts you're not going to suspect it to turn into that when i watched this movie i didn't know it was a horror movie i honestly had no idea what i was watching um, ah! just because yeah just because i was too young to really even understand what i was looking at to be honest with you so this movie freaked me out because this guy freaked me out i couldn't want to take showers anywhere where there was like shower curtains I had to leave the curtain open a little bit so that I could see through. To this day, I like to have, you know, something I could see through, transparent glass doors, something like that. So showering is something you do every day as well. So this guy screwed that up for me, just like the darn Jaws and the ocean and this freaking guy and showers. Once again, these are things you do every day. You're, and it freaked me out. So Norman Bates, he gets my number one horror dude. Just because of what he did to me at such a young age is what I'll say. That's that's really why I'm putting him up there. Not really that's the shower it, thing. I'm not really like that with the shower thing. I just threw that in there for make it sound like I'm a little more <laughs> fucked up. I don't do that. I mean, you know, whatever. Shower is a shower. If I get killed in a shower, it could be worse places, right? It's yeah, pretty clean, so. you know. It's a clean, yeah. But you know, and I think that the cool thing about that is that you didn't really see anything back then, so there was not. It, it was it was the the score, the music, right? That was that was making right. the sound of the continue. penetration of yes. the knife, yes. and and all you saw was like the you know the the rungs being pulled off of the the shower yeah. curtain. That's how you know that was the finality of her death, right? Um, you know, so Hitchcock was really really smart how it, how he made sure these things were portrayed and. Um, Here's another little amazing tidbit right here. So this this lady right here, Janet Lee, right? That's her name. Did I get that right? Jesus I Christ, so. I hope I did. Uh, it just happens to be the mother of Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and I think she just dressed like this um, for the uh, the premiere of Hall Halloween Kills, the new movie. So she gave a shout out to her mother uh, who is being who got murdered in Psycho. Um which is crazy if you think about it, how she became like synonymous with with uh, horror films and, and Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis. But yeah, man, Psycho Psycho was one of those I don't think I caught until much later. Right. Uh, I don't really I don't really know why. I think maybe because I was just like well, the story. Watching. I mean, the story is good. And when I was young and I watched that, no idea. I wasn't really able to grasp all of that and who right. he was and what he was doing and why he was doing it. When I learned that later and watched it, really, to me, it took on, it was even more interesting because of, uh, I just especially with how freaking wacko that dude was and kind of how I poor, or thought he was when I was little and didn't really get all that. And I just saw him as, oh, what a nice looking dude. And all of a sudden, whoa, why is that man doing that? So now I can't trust my friend's dad anymore. And that yeah. kind of was a little weird. But later on, yeah, when you kind of watch that movie and you understand the mind, you know, uh, of Norman Bates, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where you get some trouble right there. And mom, if you're listening, I love you. But generally, any grown man that says his mom is his best friend is gonna there's gonna be a little bit of a problem there. But I love you, mom. Problem. It's a problem. You're my second best friend. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly how uh, how this house in my mind uh, led this guy to do this. 
but uh, I don't know. Whatever. That was actually it was actually hallucination in that in that movie. He didn't oh, really yes. hit her in the head with the axe. But it's but, cool you know, to see. Yeah. Thank you for the visual there. That was nice. Yeah. Anytime, man. Anytime. A little extra blood in here is all we need. By the way, I want to say what the hell to our friends at uh, uh, Facebook. Oh my like, God! Again with are, us. We are consistently and continuously getting hit with copyright infringement because of Dr. Brian's intro. Um, I know for a fact he made it. I know for a fact it's an original score, but I'm getting copyright hits. Uh, every time, matter of fact, I guarantee I'm going to get one tonight for this one. It gets blocked, which is, here's the crazy thing. The reason why we don't have a lot of interaction on Facebook sometimes is because it automatically will get blocked. So it just, it's, it says that we're going to go live and then we just don't go live. So, and, and only a few people see it because they think we're stealing this music. It's so fucking crazy. They do. And we have to fight them and then tell them it's on. And then they say, oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So how many times, like, can you like put a little something on, hey, we checked these guys already, okay? That music's good. And I get it. Probably 90% of the time they are right. Probably most podcasts are stealing music or whichever, but we don't. So sorry for that inconvenience when it happens. It happens It happens to, to our brother BG over there at the Build Different uh, group. Uh, What's up to those guys, by the way? Yeah, he plays music in the background, but he's also an ambassador for Sirius XM. So that's all he says to them. And he gives huh. them a little code. Because he plays music in the background, and that's what I've always wanted to do. Right. I can't do it because I don't know the rights of the music, but if you're an ambassador for Sirius or some of these other streaming services, you'll be able to get away with it. But you still have to go through a dispute period. Uh, so mm. that's what we're going to deal with. So the other horror, the other horror villain They're is horror. Mark. I'm just kidding. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, that's a good one. I was going to say that's perfect. <laughs> the worst person in the world. So for you folks who decided uh, you weren't going to watch the beginning of the show and just wait for the last seven minutes, We'll throw at you who we think the greatest horror villains are. We're going to give you a little bit of, I'm your boyfriend now, bitch, uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Jason Voorhees, but not that Jason, this Jason. Yes, indeed, 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 indeed. Uh, we had to get Mike Myers, Michael Myers on there because that's just one of those things. He had to make the list. Uh, we, threw a, we threw an Otis Driftwood. How you doing, son of a bitch? That guy, uh, he's a real asshole, and uh, he's just sort of that uh, that everyman asshole. Uh, we got this guy right here coming at your face. Uh, he's going to bite, bite your neck. Yeah. Good old Pennywise. And we got Pinhead from Pinhead. the Hellraiser series. Yes. Just because he has pins on his head. Definitely freaky. Um, good old Bruce from, Bruce. The, uh, from the movie Jaws, man. <laughs> Still, dude. Bruce really is the name of the animated Jaws creature that they like kept around in like museums and stuff for quite some yeah. time. So we didn't just make that up. His we name's did. Bruce. His name's Bruce. Google it's, that shit. It's verified, bro. Google it. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> All right. We've also got a good old Kathy Bates in misery. More more terrifying than anything. She'll bake you muffins and then she'll hobble your fucking ankles. Yes, and, she will. Uh, make sure that you can't get away. So those uh, muffins will be good though. They will. I bet you yeah. they will. So they good. Will. Mm -hmm. So good. She can cook. Yeah. I want to play a game. So we got <laughs> Jigsaw hanging out with us as well. I believe he makes the list as long as long as long as um, as well as his little spiral cheeked freaking puppet that I maybe he carved. I don't fucking know. He um, has a lot of time, dude. He, did, he does. If, if he can make those steel traps, the reverse bear traps and shit. I mean, paper mache in itself, you know, it takes a little time, but I mean, it, you know, he did some good work with that. It's not bad. It looks a lot better than the stuff I used to make in art. I decided that. Uh, my scariest horror villain was the actual house in the Amityville ah! Horror. Yeah, not cool. Ah, la, la, 
I might I'll get hit with a copyright for that. I better yeah, not I finish that. Go into that's, it. That's okay. Lalo Schifrin's score from the Amityville Horror. And Ken Man decided that this guy, the everyman, Norman Bates, <laughs> who decides that he wants to dress up as his mother and murder <laughs> the mother of Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know what problem he had with her, but uh, that's there definitely problem. there was a there problem. Was a problem. You're right. All women. They were bad and dirty and evil. He was a weird, weird man. I think with the, uh, you know, with the exception of a couple, the more terrifying uh, situations have always been with uh, reality, with, 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 so with true. The, the, the terrifying things that are yes. just so close That's to reality. True. I don't, I don't love it, man. I don't love a lot of these things. Again, like you said, the kids and the shining and, you know, you know it, it, I'm sorry, but you mentioned the kids, and I know we were. We, what we we didn't mention at all was, uh, and he didn't scare me at all. It was like more funny, but Chucky, you know, yeah. from the Chucky movie, right? I mean, it's like the first one they tried to actually make it scary, and after that, they took them. They realized that people were more laughing at some of that stuff, but um, there was some freaky stuff going on in that first one. I, that that's for sure, but. Um, you know, that was a doll, so it's a little different than necessarily, but there was a kid involved, so in that show still, so I don't know, man, that one might have got me a little bit, I was thinking about that guy, but, it, you know, I guess it got so comedic that it just wasn't scary anymore, and I just kind of went away from it after that, you know? How about this one right here? Anybody, can you, can you, can you get what, can you get is what that, that from is? from The Omen? Is that it's like from, from that the is Omen? Da, Damien, Damien from The Damien Omen. from The Omen, yes. That is another <laughs> one that absolutely freaked me out. So for sure, he could be uh, on the that dead list. Hole, These are God. good honorable mentions here, Dan, but definitely Damien, man. That, that was, that's, that's my kid. brother Bill right there. He, we we yeah. used to, we, see, here's the deal. The reason why a lot of these movies had a lasting effect on me is because I had an older brother who slept uh, right next to me in a, in a we had a, those trundle beds. So it was basically like, you know, he I don't know if I was above or below, but it was uh we we shared the same room for years until my older brother moved out, he took that room. But these fucking movies, they didn't just stop when we stopped watching them. We've screwed with each other through from throughout the night, trying to terrify each other as right. much as we could, right. finding the perfect time to turn on like a red-eyed toy and swing it in someone's face, dude, like when they were sleeping. Dude, you know, we we did our best to really, really try and terrify each other, man. So that Amityville thing and all that, that yeah. stuff. I would do that outside my sister's door all the time, just freaking her out with all types of stuff. I'm terrible. That was so bad. I'm sorry, Sarah. I really love you. Children of the Corn. That was a good one, too. We want you to definitely... Malachi. Yeah. Malachi. Yeah, that was a freaky one. When I, was... yeah. Yeah. I watched it recently, one. though. It's kind of kind of weird. Not kinda, it doesn't have lasting power, I don't think. <laughs> But you know the hard the hard thing is a little bit seeing seeing that old redhead guy a little bit later ask if you came in his burrito in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So I mean, for instance, did you come in my burrito? <laughs> like, dude, you were that guy in Children of the Corn. I fucking know it, dude. Like, yeah. So yeah, that was that was the only movie that he was in. And you know what? You know what? You know what other movie he was in? Colors. He played the only really? white Mexican gangbanger in in the L.A movie uh colors he, he talked he talked with the slang and everything it was hilarious i guess they just needed a white actor uh in that in the gang and uh they got they got malachi to do it you are just filled of just crazy information like this. <laughs> uh, my head's gonna explode <laughs> it has all over the place it's like oh everywhere. lord god well 
Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thanks okay. again for hanging happy out with October. us tonight. Yeah, happy October. We're going to do something freaky next week. Apparently, uh, we're yes, going to keep doing are. it in, until uh, apparently until we find until I find a house to move into. So yes. uh, we've okay. got the studio is the only thing left upstairs in the loft. So uh, it's going to be the last thing to be moved out. Hopefully, we can keep everything rolling. But I thought we did a great job tonight, man. I, I think all of those. <laughs> I'm just saying those are fucking terrifying creatures that uh, I get to go to sleep now and think right. about before I go to bed, which is going to be awesome. awesome. It's perfect. It's perfect. That's why we do these things at this time of night. What time is it? All right, cool. Perfect. Hey, our show. Yeah. Yay. It's a little later for you right now, but anyway, thank you so much for, uh, for Tammy for coming and hanging out. Brandy, everyone who decided to hang can a man goat. Uh, I saw that you got bumped or something. You might've gotten shadow blocked. I don't know if you spam my, uh, my, our, our uh, chat. That's definitely what will happen though, for sure. Bobby Mack came by to say what's up. Thank you so much. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for the uh, for the comments too. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. We don't really uh, we don't really know what we got going on, but it's gonna be something. It'll be something. Uh, yeah, I promise Bloody. you, it'll be something, or it'll be nothing at all. Yeah, we might do a fishing episode. We don't know. But come check it out. You never know. Fishing. Ah, I ah. like that idea. I like it. You guys right. take care. <laughs>